Bye, everybody. See, I told you you weren't missing anything. Welcome to a new episode of Riding with Jesus. And this will be episode number five. Uh, I got the camera at a weird angle, so forgive me. We'll, we'll test out different angles. I just want to make sure I don't get distracted by the camera or the microphone. But, um, yeah, if you're a new listener, uh, thank you so much for tuning in. If you're an old listener, thank you so much for tuning in. Either or, you're getting a great thank you and a big hug from me. Uh, today's episode, I want to... Yeah, I want to get into a, a subject that is a tough one for a lot of people, and that's helping our neighbor especially when they're homeless and they're struggling with an addiction you know alcohol drugs whatever it is no judgment on that one Um, because we all have some sort of shackle but yeah uh, before we begin let's uh ensure the safety that everybody knows we're driving safely eyes on the road hardly look at the camera but uh yeah this will be available on video and podcast audio only so your choice your poison take whichever one feels better for you just joking uh we were finishing up a distribution this morning a little rainy usually that worries me a little bit are people gonna show up actually they showed up on mounds there's a lot of need in our community things are so expensive with inflation that you know if we give up groceries people need them people use them because that means 150 to 200 dollars less they got to spend you know their budget has just increased they can freedom to do whatever they would like movies paying bills uh, buying the kids a toy enjoying an ice cream i don't know and i don't need to know so finish up the distribution I head over to Walmart because the adapter we had bought for the camera wasn't working. So as you can tell, still not working. But because of the angle. So I got this little tripod. wasn't worth it. It was only $4. I'm like, whatever. So I sit in my van and I see this man coming up to me. And he's a little imposing. But um, I don't know. There was peace about it. And he asked, what are we about? my answer we start talking you know he's getting wet and i'm starting to feel bad because i'm inside a warm van this man is outside getting wet he's holding on to you know a lunchable that's when i knew there was there was a need there the van was completely empty there was no food i can give him from the van so i get out of the car and i start talking to the brother turns out he's a believer he's struggling with alcohol i can tell he's drunk but God sent him to the van because he saw the cross. The cross. He didn't send him to me specifically. He sent him to the van to see if I would answer the call. A challenge to prove that I am faithful. A testing of my faith. But a testing of his faith as well. So anyways, we... I get out of the car and, and I start talking to him. I can smell the alcohol, but it's not bothering me. So I saw me about believing in the Lord. I just said, hey, let me pray for you. Let me pray over your body, over your addictions, over your mind and spirit. Let me, let me just embrace you. And I told him, I said, dude, I know what it feels like to be homeless, to be eating things that you wish you didn't, but you're so hungry, it doesn't matter, scavenging the trash cans. I've been there, it sucks, but God is faithful, let's remain in Him, and 
There's always a way, man. If he takes care of the birds, he's going to take care of you. So, we're finishing our conversation. And I knew at some point he was going to ask for help. And I was debating in my heart, should I help this brother? And how this help is going to come through. And how that help is going to be edifying. But the way he did it wasn't... He didn't ask for help. He just said, yeah, man, I'm... I'm I'm doing what I can with what I have. My, my car's there. I don't, I don't have gas. I'm, just, I'm stuck here for a while. I'm the one that said, dude, I, I'll spot you some gas. I'll spot you 20 bucks of gas. He was so grateful. He's like, oh, yeah, no, I wasn't going to ask you. You didn't have to ask. God put it in my heart. It's the right thing to do. But I didn't feel like all oh, these dudes is going to go and spend it in gas. I can't give them money. So we drove to the local right... You know, we were at a Walmart, so right by the Walmart there was a gas station. I, I go inside, pay for his gas station. Then I remember that time that I was so hungry and someone bought me lunch out of their kindness. And I did the same. I said, hey brother, what did, are you, did you eat today? He's like, yeah, I had this Lunchable. It was a dollar Lunchable. I mean, a sorry Lunchable. So I went and got him his burger. I got him a combo, I got him a, you know, a medium combo here, got the local cars junior, or Hardee's for those who are listening in other states, but, um, I'm not trying to tell you that I, what I, what I did, you, you get what I'm saying, oh, what I'm trying to explain to you is that I was inspired by God to continue to do a little more, to walk the extra mile, not to get recognition that all oh, local Pablo's doing, you know, he stops and puts gas and feeds the homeless. No, it wasn't that. It was that by his faith, but whatever faith and whatever stage of faith that he was in, he decided to come forward, be transparent, and God rewarded him through me. He inspired me. He's like, don't worry about it. It's going to be just a few dollars. What is that compared to what I've given you, the riches that I've given you? So anyways, order the food, I walk in, the dude walks in, I tell the counter lady, I tell the guy, hey, I, I gotta get going, I gotta get to my family, but brother, have a blessed day, I, I give him a hug, I tell him I love him, you know, God loves him, remind him. So I'm sitting in my van, getting letting, get, getting ready to leave, and then he walks out with his food, man, there's a smile on his face, he's gonna have a hot meal today, it's rainy, it's cold, he's got gas in his car, he can move around, and all he does is looks up and and gets thankful not to me but to the man upstairs because he knows it wasn't me who did it it was God who decided to get intervened I, I was just a utensil there the plate was served and I was only a fork or a spoon how cool is that how many times have we've done that when we're struggling with whatever it is the loss of a loved one, the pain and hurt of being married and, and disagreements and fights and things like that, um, losing a job, whatever hurt and pain and whatever season that you're in that you're being refined, when have you just walked up to someone and said, man, this is where I'm at. I just need to tell you that God, God, I, I'm, I just, man. God is good. Romans 14, 15, and 16 about a great message from Paul writing about receiving the, the weaker brother when you're strong and not to diminish, 
not to get applause from man, but for the glorification of the Lord. Maybe this brother was struggling whether whether there's a God out there that takes care of his people. And God says, I am that God. I push my people. They just don't want to do it. But when we do it, it's like, you see, I command my people to help you. I command my people to love on you, to meet you where you at. There are some good people out there listening to me and obeying my commands. I'm not saying go out there and feed every single homeless. But listen to that opportunity when God's like, I need you on this one. This man is trembling. This man is doubting. This man is drinking his life away. uh, Putting drugs in his body to numb the pain. Please, please have him see me through you. May your actions and your words speak of the hope that I've given you. Share of the riches of the gospel that I've given you, that the Holy Spirit dwells in you. But anyways, man, how cool is that? How cool, cool is that? This man walked away. He was full spiritually and physically. He was reminded that God is faithful. Whatever you're going through, Get close to another brother or sister in Christ. Be transparent. Let them know where you at. And may God work through them for you. May they fill your cup so you can go out there and fill his cup. I'm telling you, this brother is going to tell about this experience. He's not going to forget. Not because it's me, but because he's going to say, Man, I was praying to the Lord. And whatever way I was going to, I was praying about being helped. You know? hope they do so father i just let's pray and then we'll get into scripture but father i thank you so much for for this man i thank you for these opportunities lord that when you're asking us to activate ourselves to spread your gospel in whichever way it is sometimes it's in a monetary way sometimes it's support way sometimes is time lending our ears to hear and listen actually Thank you, Lord, that our faith is tested and we can act upon it. Thank you for the encouragement, Lord. Thank you for our hope and our salvation. Thank you for the blessings that we have, that we're able to secure, be, be secured in a home that's warm. Thank you for the safety of our children, Lord. Lord, I, I pray for everybody. It's a rainy day, and even when it's hot, it's a difficult time, Lord, being outside and not, not having a home to go to. So, Father, I pray for my audience that when they get these opportunities to help them, those in need, to embrace the, the weaker brother because we're strong in that area, that we do it to edify and glorify, to edify them, ourselves, and to glorify you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. So, we've got a couple more minutes before we get to read scripture, but I want to do it safely. I want to pull over. As you can see in the camera, if you're watching in the video, we're getting a little closer to, to pull over. I'm, I'm, I'm almost there to our warehouse, and then I'll pull over. We're going to be reading Proverbs 5, New King James Version. If you would like me to read a different version, 
by all means, please reach out to me. I don't mind. I may have one of each. If not, our phones are quite adaptable when it comes to that. And we can read it. Um, and, and if I ever say anything that's out of the ordinary or unbiblical, send us an email. Send me an email at rescuedforgivensafe at gmail.com. I'll put it on the description of the uh, of this episode. And let's discuss it. If you ever wanted to come on the show and, and there's a subject you want to talk about, you want to share your struggles, your victories in Christ, let's do it. Reach out to me. We will get it done. So now that we pulled over safely, let's, uh, let's pull over my Bible app here on my phone. Proverbs 5, the peril of adultery. My son, pay attention to, to my wisdom. Lend your ear to my understanding, that you may preserve discretion, and your lips may keep knowledge. For the lips of an immoral woman drip honey, and her mouth is smoother than oil. But in the end, she is bitter as wormwood, sharp as a two-edged sword. Her feet go down to death. Her steps lay hold of hell, lest you ponder her path of life. Her ways are unstable. You do not know them. Therefore, hear me now, my children, and do not depart from the words of my mouth. Remove your way far from her, and do not go near the door of her house, lest you give your honor to others, and your years to the cruel one, lest aliens be filled with your wealth, and your labors go to the house of a foreigner, and you mourn at last, when your flesh and your body are consumed, and say, How? I have hated instruction, and my heart despised correction. I have not obeyed the voice of my teachers, nor inclined my ear to those who instructed me. I was on the verge of total ruin, in the midst of the assembly and congregation. Drink water from your own cistern, and running water from your own well. Should your fountains be dispersed abroad, streams of water in the streets? Let them be your own, only your own and not for strangers with you. Let your fountain be blessed, and rejoice with the wife of your youth. As a loving deer and graceful doe, let her breast satisfy you at all times, and always be in rapture with her love. For why should you, my son, be in rapture by an immoral woman, and be embraced in the arms of a seductress? For the ways of man are before the eyes of the Lord, and he ponders all his paths. His own iniquities entrap the wicked man, and he is caught in the cords of his sin. He shall die for lack of instruction, and in the greatness of his folly, he shall go astray. That's God's word, Proverbs 5. Now what I can get from my experience, and, and I don't know if you could be encouraged by this, but I am encouraged that when we do something, when God gives us the wisdom to, to act upon helping somebody, that's what we got to do. Just help. Don't let the thoughts of someone else or the ideas of someone else tell us, you should have done this or you should have done that or why would you do this? You could have done that. No. Let us just act the way we're asked to act because God act, asked us. No doubts, no questions. Just do it because God said. Don't bring in our own idea what or how should have been done or what that person should do what we just blessed them with. God asked us to bless them. That was the wisdom he gave us. And don't dwell in the idea like, oh, they're going to go and get drunker or drunk again or high again or they're going to waste it on something stupid. doesn't matter. 
God told you, do that for them. I work on them. I work on their heart to do what I ask them to do. So that is it for today. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you found it encouraging um, and motivating to go out there when you help somebody. Use the wisdom of God, not your own wisdom. Lean on your own. Don't not lean on your own understanding. Lean on God's ways, and don't expect the results you're expecting. Let God do that. Thank you, guys. Have a blessed day.